This is Moss Whelan and Story in Mind. And the topic is uh, giving up. And, and, and yet, I don't mean it in the sense of giving up writing. That's not, that's not what I'm talking about. Just to get that over with right away. Uh, because it, it, it does have that sort of does have that kind of sound and considering what the if this is a podcast my publisher referred to it as a blog and I was horrified it's like it's not a blog I was trying to it was it was I conv- I was inviting him uh, this is Raheem I was inviting him to uh, answer questions about writing and he 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 dodged that bullet and uh, he said that he asked for a link, and he said that he'd promote it. Because uh, uh, part of the reason for interviewing, like say, yeah, part of it, I thought it was, I'd had a request from the publisher to uh, promote uh, theirs, right? It's a synergy, right? It's, and so there's this request, and I thought that this would sort of uh, sort of up the ante, up the scale, and at least two of the authors, writers uh, responded. And try to remember if there was more. There was one more, but it turned weird. And <clears throat> I just, I just dropped it. How do I mean weird? Uh, the it it wasn't it wasn't fiction, and uh, and and too it wasn't was it nonfiction? It was sort of nonfiction. It was all about uh, vitamins and uh, nu- nutrition, healthy healthy eating, and just just the communication kind of broke down, and I just sort of left it. Uh, and, and two, it was the conversation reached this point of, oh, I have left, the, I have left the publisher. I'm not with them anymore. You know, do you still want to to do this? And there was a, I think there was a hard sale moment. It might have been a soft sales moment. A bit of sales were going on. Oh, by the way, would you like to buy my book? Right. And I was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sort of wandered off confused. I said, what just happened? You know. Uh, so I was thinking too that it's possible to it's possible to return. I'm not I'm not sure where that thought just went. It's say for me I was thinking possibility, like you know how you I don't know about you, but I have moments where I see uh, opportunity, possibility, like a, it's a, a golden opportunity. I was saying that like maybe six months ago, that was my sort of big thing, uh, that there's always a golden opportunity. So what's this topic? What's this topic? Giving up. And... I'm using it in the sense of wanting something 
uh, especially considering, say, uh, wanting to be known, uh, wanting the approval of others, uh, just that it's, it's so important, uh, and too, it could be anything, in, the, in my case, it has to do with, uh, writing, publishing, being creative, and those are all, go ahead. <laughs> So, just walk walk by a guy doing weed weed uh, a weed whacker. He's doing the sides of the sidewalk. It's an interesting thing too, because of course you don't. But here's somebody. Um, I'm just pigeonholing this guy that he's retired and he's uh, sprucing up the place. Trimming, trimming the edges. As you as you walk by, he had these great blue tinted uh, safety glasses, or they might have been like you know sunglasses that he was using in order to trim, and just in case you know a pebble sort of knocks up and blinds him or something. But he sort of smacked his lips at me like. Uh, And two, we were not far, we're not far removed. There might be, I want to say there's 20 years between us. Like, he's older than I am. And, uh, but this kind of look of disdain as I walk by. (laughs) I think I even gave him a smile there. Right, so what is it? it it's it's the it's the shared agony of that you know you're not there and you are not you're not where you want to be and you're not what you you're not you're not what you want to be, you're not where you want to be. Um yeah, and so how do you let go of that and focus on what you do have? It, 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 that is one of the troubles with the, all of the, you know, shoot for the stars and dream big and the, the reality is that, you know, most people are not going to be rich and famous and can you accept it? Can you leave the door open as well uh, for these opportunities? But also be okay. Uh, and two, in between, because there are these opportunities that come up, and let's say bizarre ones like uh, the science fiction convention that I w- went to last year. But all of a sudden, you know, it's taken away, you know, and there I am empty-handed. But I, I you know, in a way I, I uh, created the opportunity 
I, I contacted them. I asked, uh, I offered, right, offered services, you know, said this is what I can do, here's some examples, you know, the panel ideas that I had. And I went and I did it. Uh, the other part was that it was difficult. <laughs> it wasn't easy. Uh, and I'm glad that I went and did it. But it, it wasn't just sort of like, you know, a knife through butter. It wasn't easy peasy. I think it would get easier. And actually doing... Uh, a panel on my own that was more difficult but still possible uh, and, and yet I still I'm not quite sure like say I'd like to revisit it I'd like to um, spend time with that and go how do you how do you make that happen and two as an audience person what would I enjoy so there's a lot a lot left out. Anyways, letting go of it. Giving up. So giving up, uh, I've, I've got to, I've got to set a, set aside the grandiose. I don't, I don't want to, but, uh, I've got to. And, To, sort of, to to step down from, you know, oh, I'm the, I'm the artist, I'm the creative, and to to seek balance, because that's not what's happening right now. I'm I'm really far over into the uh, creative side, but I'm not in the, um, the balanced. And so, what that looks like for me is it's a weird thing too, because you, you like say one ought to be open to uh, to doing things. Here I'm sort of walking carefully around the the topic. Uh, I've done things that have been difficult, and I've been disappointed. I'm, I'm, for example, say, uh, teaching. And I had moments where, where it was okay, and there would be these sort of highs and lows, like say, we would be doing uh, constructive criticism. And, you know, it would be, it would be okay. It would be, it would be good. But then there would be lows where I knew that I, I was filling time giving a presentation and and as well later thinking you know that being being critical of, of what's going on I, I remember a book title this is a self-help book title from years ago it's probably still out there it was like let go and live just like you're holding on to this uh, ideal or um, wanting to be something. 
And I think I think part of it is wanting to be outside of of the system and not not having the dictates, not having somebody say to you uh, telling you what to do, management, or say uh, being able to do what you love and get paid for it, which I think was another self-help book that I actually didn't look at. It seemed like the title was enough. So it's a not bad day. We've had a bunch of rain and now we're sort of drying out. A little bit of a breeze, a little bit of blue sky poking through. I think I think my difference, say what I was going for, and I think it was it's a good thing. It kind it, it sort of reminds me of. Um, something I read in Stephen King's On Writing, which which was saying that the, the purpose of art is to support people, not the other way around. And it feels like I've definitely been um, supporting art, but that, say, you know, I've been driving to get to, to the point where it supports me. Like trying to re- reach that level, <clears throat> that, and and for me that it's just that there's this value inside of it. Like say to do it, that it provides this, uh, gives something back. But I've been I've been dumping a lot of effort and time into it, and it it, it does feel like it's time to kind of. Uh, sort of reverse the situation. A quote I saw from... It's a strange thing, quotes, because these individuals pop up and there's this quote uh, that, but... It's, it seems, or for me, I'm always going that, I'm always thinking that the individual is a, is a flawed human being, and sort of they are exalted, they're lifted up, it's like, oh, they're amazing, it's like, well, I've read stuff about them, though, they're not, you know, they're a human being, uh, they're not, they're not, you know, superheroes, and two, even superheroes, the, these are flawed uh, people, but I guess it's it's the superpower that we're we're lifting up. So, and this was uh, Charlie Chaplin and Charlie. This quote, supposedly, I keep coming across these quotes that have been invented by someone on the internet, um, or or perhaps even say like a publisher is cranking this stuff out. But anyways. Uh, the quote is that uh, suffering is also is also coming from not leading an authentic life, doing things that are out of character, 
And so I, I like that notion to, as I return uh, to the world, the world outside, uh, I like that notion of, that question of, okay, well, what is one's authenticity? Like, where is it that, where, say, you feel that, you know, you have purpose or that you're connecting, um, that you have this validity. And, and I have so many experiences where, where I have not. You know, most, most recently it was the uh, connection, uh, convention getting cancelled, possibly shut down. Uh, I had this hiccup too of where I went to uh, a meeting and my just general belief was that it was inclusive but it turned out to be exclusive at least at the meeting which to some degree makes sense and this was a bunch of volunteers getting together uh, and wanting to do something you know in place of VCon. But I, I found myself outside of this, and and into that was just, you know that's okay. It was sort of like you know ah okay I understand. Um, but there is that question. I think ultimately that we do know. Say I I know what it is that you know interests me and why go do something that doesn't interest why not focus on uh, interest and why not get into that an argument against is that there's a huge amount of competition but passion does play a big part I, I'm sort of attempting to readjust I'm attempting to kind of say that my writing uh, is is primarily that it is a passion project and that it's it's a way for me to um, connect with myself to be authentic, but that it's not about the sales. And I don't know if I've had conversations per se, but I definitely have had. My, my publishers, and two, we're small press, um, but this gives me an, an, an idea of larger press, and just that, for me, it's not the bottom line, but for my publisher, it is the bottom line. Uh, and my understanding of larger publishers is that they will pretty much drop you uh, and two, there's been, there's not much contact uh, between myself. There was a lot of contact at the beginning, and there's less now. But it makes sense as sort of, you know, the initial buzz dies down. And I, I work on my, um, my sequel. But as well, what if it's a case of that it's not, say, yeah, that what I'm writing is not it turns into something else. That's a possibility. And it's a possibility that I'm 
are resisting. And even now, as I'm talking about it, I'm going, oh no, oh, is that what's happening? <laughs> I'm not writing a sequel. In, in, the, in the sort of, in the metaphysical sense, I'm, I'm working on, you know, my story, the story, this one story, all the time. Which makes sense, you know, except when you're attempting to divide them and say, you know, no, that's one project and that's another. Because, you know, they're all one project, really. So, so this, yeah, so this is me uh, letting go of a f a sort of a false way of, of looking at it and approaching something that is uh, more realistic. Difficult, too, because, say, you know, can you balance the stark reality versus the you know, the wonderful fiction, the, the fantasy of it, right? Is there, is there a way to be both? Because that's reality. The reality is not, I'm, you know, I'm not uh, wallowing in, in money and... And and two, the, the it, it it's the agony, it's it's the agony of doing something that uh, isn't authentic, and saying no uh, to you know the various positions and you're only doing it for money. That that's not good enough. In my case, that is not good enough, and it's it's a matter of being selective. Uh, because if I get into something that's not a good fit, uh, it's going to be bad. It's going to be bad for me, and that's important. Uh, and two, I, I read. I, I read on, say, Twitter. Yeah, it's mostly on Twitter that uh, writers are uh, suffering. And, you know, that they want... They want the, the dream, they want the fantasy, but they don't want the reality. And that's, a, that's, that's it's awful. It's awful to hear about, uh, say, or say they come home exhausted and they don't, they don't want to... You know, they're, they're just burnt out. One of the solutions when I was working in Korea was to be getting up early. I'm not sure if that's where it started, writing at 3 o'clock, but I would do that, and then I would... It's sort of like, say, I would give my best, <laughs> and then the rest of the day was this other stuff. And I think even, um, even on Twitter, there's a 5 a.m., hashtag 5 a.m. writers club that I could see myself joining 
Another thing that this is just a small thing is I noticed it's it's important that I have some kind of literature with me, specifically something uh, fiction story. And so I've started getting out. I started at the beginning of the science fiction fantasy section of the local library and uh, making my way through. Just it's just as a habit, like picking it up, seeing if it sticks. It's interesting too that not every not every book, not every novel sticks. That it you know that the voice, the tone, the style. The, the storytelling itself. I had one series that was recommended. It, it might be too that the that the first book in the series which they were recommending that that was kind of the hook because I didn't pick up the first book and so I picked up you know a later book in the series and I was just disappointed uh, it felt very kind of uh, blueprinty what does that mean it felt it felt like I was given the like I was reading an outline, basically, and there was a lot of, it's set in London, and it's a, I think it's a detective, it's actually like, you know, police, um, can I, I don't, I'm saying inspector, but it's, uh, it's also speculative, it's got, um, it's got magic, it's got mythical uh, beings uh, that are real, that live in London. And I was like, oh, that's cool. So I like the idea, but I just don't like the delivery. And But also it's an opportunity to sort of sit there and go take the pulse. And, you know, what is it? What is it? Why am I not connecting to this? And, you know... How on earth did this book get published? And so on and so on. And obviously there are people uh, who at least enjoyed the first book. And two, I'm willing to give it a chance. I want to go back and check out the first book. Because now I'm really curious. Is it just me? Uh, right, so... We've pretty much done this street. Let's shuffle down to the next one. So giving up. It's it's not this is hasn't been overnight. This is still wrestling with it and but what I'm finding is that I'm making I'm eliminating. Uh, I'm eliminating options and saying, you know, well, those ones are not going to be good for me. They're not going to be productive. So I'll place them to the side and instead I'll, I'll focus on things I'm passionate about, areas of interest and concern. Uh, such as uh, environmental, you know, what kind of um, 
input can I give to that? And you know, is there anything I can help out with? Social. But I have my limits. I'm able to do certain things and other stuff it just doesn't work. And I'm sure everybody's like that, that they're, they're, you know, they gravitate in one direction. And I would, I would, that's what I'm saying is, you know, that's the authentic you that moves in that direction. And then the inauthentic uh, is, say, you know, choose, choosing to do something that is, oh, somebody's got a cold. It's just walking by a car and I can hear this kid coughing, a little rattly cough. I was, I was, I was watching, I, I did this, I, did, I think it was a marathon of Downton Abbey and not really realizing that I'm preparing for the movie and it's set in a time still where disease, like say that there are, say, you know, that things really can kill you uh, a lot more than they can now. Uh, so I'm thinking of, say, what am I thinking of? I was, I was wanting to say, ch- uh, it's like childbirth, right? That, that there was more of a chance of someone dying in childbirth, uh, the mother, uh, and and the child, that that, whereas now, uh, less so. And then, you know, kid with a cold. I remember uh, going through, say, family history with, I think it was my grandmother, at least my grandparents, that we, you know, we'd drive to a graveyard, go through, look at the gravestones, talk about these people who... uh, I will never meet, but apparently they existed, you know, and that there were child, there were deaths, uh, that it was, it was not uncommon, and you know, and this is so-and-so, he died of such-and-such, and and here's another kid, and they died of such-and-such, and and, uh, a girl, and say that, you know, common cold, common cold would lead to an influenza, and then, uh, you know, that that would get worse. I was thinking, too, that that that, that could be, say, or that is where this concern and care comes from, uh, at least in, in my culture, you know, my, you know, dealing with my family. Uh, that background, you know, that there's this foreboding or fear or notion that it's not all cut and dry. Oh, it's just a little thing. It's like, uh. and two, the just this uh, a sense of impermanence, you know, temporary. Being temporary, I guess it is. 
and that you have the moment. So that was a segue, I think, sort of. So the topic is giving up. There's this relief because uh, it it shifts back to uh, it's mine, it's my thing, and it's weird though because I've spent uh, so much time, time and money and effort, and it that it's not a for certain. You know, who knows? Maybe in a couple years. Maybe in 10 years, things will have shifted dramatically. You know, maybe maybe the next book. Maybe, maybe, maybe. But even then, there's no certainty with what follows after. Kind of the one-hit wonder. Which is a weird thing, too, because to get to the one hit, there's this build-up. You know, and you've got you've to study... You've got to put in the effort. Uh, what is the magic in the bottle that, you know, somebody in the audience stands up and says, I know, I know. It's Ginkgo Bilboa. Uh, which is this Asian... Um, I'm trying to remember if it's the seed or if it's the nut... Let's just say that it's it's a it's it's a vitamin, herbal supplement that comes from Asia, and a university actually here in Vancouver called Douglas College. They've planted them around the university because in Asia they're the symbolic of knowledge. And my understanding is that ginkgo bilboa is supposed to increase blood flow in the brain. But they reek. When I was over in Korea, uh, these little, the little fruit or whatever would fall and stink. It was very close to manure, which is a polite way of saying it. And here too, uh, when I was going to college, it was this stink. And so is that to say that knowledge reeks or there's a stink to it? You know, that's the price you pay. So giving up. I was just thinking about the crow, which is one street up, and, you know, that, once again, you know, it's gone, they're gone, and uh, soon I will forget about them, and then they're going to be back next summer, and it, it wasn't, it wasn't that bad, like, this summer was the bat, the worst, I think, because the crow was actually, uh, uh, hitting me with its wing. It wing. It was like flying, diving. You know, bumping me with the wing, uh, which was unnerving. 
and especially when you're trying to do something and there's this uh, enraged cawing my concern is that is that there it'll just build up and there'll be you know the the next year next summer that we're going to have the the next um, uh, freak out crow and and two will it be will it be even worse that you know that's my kind of oh or who knows you know who knows what the situation is or was I'd like to make more of it and I I have thought at times of 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 that character and oh it's like oh well what what's I think one of my comments was you know oh is this the royal family you know and you know is that why protection is so overt It's such a weird thing, too, because silence, that's the best maneuver. To be, to be stealthy about it, especially in an urban situation. Because, you know, one phone call, there's rabid crows, I don't know, you know. And uh, suddenly they've, you know... A truck appears and the and the crows vanish. And two, if it gets to that, then it gets to that, so also to letting go of something that doesn't something that doesn't work, something that is unfulfilling. Uh something that is you want, but yeah, it's a hard lesson, and I've got I've gotten to a certain point. I've had a certain level of success, and uh, but it's not sustainable. I guess that's the yeah. It would be great if it was, but but it's not. And so I, I do look at, okay, well, how can I, how can I sustain it? You know, what, what steps does one take? Uh, I'm, I'm definitely not doing, but I, yeah, that's the thing. I'm not doing something like, say, like, say, I will watch uh, retweeters. I will watch indie publishers, self-publishers even publishers, to see, you know, what they're doing, how they're doing it. How do you sustain, right? How do you sustain sales? And it seemed very, uh, very easy in the beginning just to naturally talk about it and to um, to talk about it to promote it.
so that, that's what it is. That, you know, it is it is some things, but it isn't other things. And and it's a difficult uh, it's difficult to sort of sit down with and uh, perhaps there's some maturity there. I don't know. But also I'm trying to be careful about this. Trying. I am being careful about it. And making definitions about uh, what it is that it's, a, what is a good fit for me. going to happen if it's going to happen. Uh, and to given time, that, that, that increases the, the potential, the possibility. And one has to be patient, and yet at the same time driven, but also that you know, you're taking care of yourself. And I, I, I still write. I write every day, you know. And I'm, I'm I might not be um, productive in the sense of tackling uh, the uh, the money maker, um, but you know, it, it's never been about that. So, um, yeah. But still, it comes down to it. It comes down to it comes down to money. And it's so interesting this like writing different way of writing when you're writing for just it's just you writing for yourself and I, I do have these moments of consideration of thinking about the reader um, but they're distant and th there's this right now it's just I'm writing for myself I'm writing for my my pleasure and if it becomes something uh, that's later. So it's the pleasure of exploration and creativity. It's tough too that that it's not everything. And too, it's you know the grandstanding moment of saying that you know it's everything. It's you know it's there's nothing else in my life. There's only this one thing. I have, you know, my passion. And that's so easy to say. So it's, it's sort of getting off the high horse, and it's not even that high. <laughs> it's, it's not that far. And uh, be, being realistic about it, which again is difficult. But not that far. It's not that far to to fall. So we're wrapping it up. And 
I, w- I wonder if it's uh, somebody's using a hand-powered lawnmower. This is, takes me back. Because we used to, one of the places I was at, we used to have uh, an old an old one and it had like me- uh, wooden rollers and it was almost like an old typewriter. This uh, hand-powered uh, lawnmower. Man, though, the exercise. Yeah, I'm just thinking about it because you really had to push and to, to move the blades and you had to pull. So you did get the, a workout. So let's see. I think I think letting go of of letting go of that desire is it actually helps because you know instead of being so um, what's it called horses have these blind blinders this sort of you know you're so focused and and two perhaps this is why we get books where you sit there and you go, I don't understand this. How does this get published? It's okay. But that, that that's the point, is that somebody's telling a story. It's okay. It doesn't have to be amazing. You know, it gets you out of your daily rut routine. For me, I just have to be cautious. Um, and I do have a good idea of what doesn't work, uh, where I don't fit. Anything else to say? Wrapping up, talking about letting go. Yeah, it, and two, it's an ongoing process, and I'll keep having these sort of spasms of, you know, what? Well, maybe I can just sort of promote. Maybe I, you know, maybe there's an avenue I haven't looked at, and there's tons. But it isn't. It isn't going to change the situation. And and two, I can still promote stuff. It's it's just sort of you know time to kind of take a break <laughs> and and rest and I've I've done well I've I've done I've done awesome uh, and two I've been doing this for a year really coming up it'll be I think it's uh, almost end of October and that would have been a year so three hundred episodes. And at the moment, I'm looking at it as also kind of a possibility of a break or a change, um, putting it into something else. Uh, maybe it's supposed to be just once a week, you know, and it's sort of uh, not not forcing it.
I'm just thinking of uh, that, that that would take pressure off but also say I wouldn't be looking at it as something that I have to do uh, but make it rather that it's a pleasure or say that there's a, an episode that is like quality versus so say you know I would I would record one a day or two a day even that but that I would go through them and I would decide okay well which one's the best one one nice side effect was um, a slightly younger guy younger guy uh, that uh, was volunteering uh, for the science fiction convention that got cancelled uh, VCon he we ended up I think it was just yesterday two days ago we sat down and uh he wanted to interview me, and we, we, that we would talk about uh, SFF, science fiction fantasy movies. And, 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 and he, he was inspired because I had interviewed him about comic books. And uh, it was interesting, too. I remember, after, this is uh, Scott, ah, last name starts with B... But we sat down, like say when we were talking about comic books, I saw he was really getting worn out at the end. And, uh, but it was just so cool that months later, here we are, the tables have been turned, and that, you know, and too, it was his first interview. Uh, so I, I was right away, I was like, you know, oh my gosh. And he did a great job, I thought. And it's something to do, and it's it's connected to interests and passions. This is now getting me thinking. <laughs> it's like it's like yo, gonna salvage this and whoa, promotion. Um, is is there some way to is there some way to salvage this and um, that that is something about doing this this uh, if this is a podcast that it it is about authenticity that say I'm talking about mine and I'm thinking about my authenticity living an authentic life you know at least you know, a balanced life versus, <laughs> I don't have to say the rest, uh, but yeah, so story in mind has been good for me, and I think that that is a reason to hold on to it and shift, but sort of take it with me, that it's a, it's a great tool, and to take it with me as I balance things, balance out, and if, if you haven't picked it up, you know, that this is code for employment, I don't, you know, not wanting to say the word because of all of its associations, but, you know, that 
it's about commerce and art. I've got the art covered, and now it's just about the commerce. And... Why, Moss? Why? I've got to pay the bills. And so... So that's why. But at the same time, it, I'm, I'm arguing that there's... There's plenty of jobs out there for, for you know, say... Especially when you're talking about um, interests, concerns, purpose. So it doesn't have to be something that... Uh, <laughs> you don't have to suffer. That's what that, that, I think the ultimate argument here is as we, as we reach the wrap-up point... Actually, I can start heading home now. Uh, let's see. So that's that's good. Here I am sort of st- st- kind of deciding. It's like, you know, oh, should I put this aside and go, wait, you know, no, because this is, this can be more than just. And uh, that it can be sort of, it, yeah, what it always has been about, really, which is being authentic. I don't even think I, I I mentioned a quote, and then I went off about how the person being quoted might not necessarily be the greatest person, that they were human being, flawed, and that it was Charlie Chaplin, right? So black and white film star, silent too, and uh, into he got into speakies, talkies, uh, early talking pictures. And the quote was that that he realized at a certain point that his suffering had to do with not being authentic. And so, so there we go. But I just, I, I, my beef is, number one, is it a true quote? Did the person actually, you know, say it? Is it in a reputable, you know, what's the source? A voice in the background is saying, it doesn't matter if it's good. Uh, and then I will continue. The persona continues. That, uh, right, so it's, <laughs> it's not, um, so yeah, so, you know, did somebody invent it? Uh, does it matter? No, because I'll I'll take it away and I'll, you know, it's it's mine. I'll use it. The other part of it is that I, at one point, read a biography about Charlie Chaplin and not as bad as um, Picasso. So there's something. But still, you know, some trouble, some trouble in there. But again, I'm going. Not as bad as Picasso. And then somebody in the back is saying, you know, <laughs> he was, you know, dot, dot, dot. Pretty bad guy. And I, too, I wonder, I'm, well, there's, there's all, there's, there's this notion of the suffering artist. And in a sense, he was the, the opposite. That he was, he, that there was the suffering that he did. 
perhaps he was suffering, but he also caused suffering. And uh, I'm sure you're a human being, but it did not read well, that biography. And so weird, too, to have to be growing up and having this exaltation about him. Uh, and too, I don't think it was about him, right? That it was about his creativity and art. But it's no longer him, and that it's ours. Much like, say, Van Gogh, right? Uh, we, did, we don't know who he was, you know? But we delight in this work and creativity. But again, it's not, it's not him, it's not... Um, it's like we own it, which is a what you know. That's a sort of unfortunate situation. <laughs> I've, I've mentioned this before. Uh, one person on Twitter, Cat Rambo. A number of times I've heard her say that the money flows to the artist as a cautionary, as a cautionary tale. And occasionally I've felt like I've been, uh, there's been one or two situations where I've sort of gone, wait a second, you know, the <laughs> I'm not supposed to be paying for stuff. I mean, if I'm to be paying for something, then it's Vanity Press. Uh, or it's self-publishing, right? You know, I'll do it myself and, you know, I'll, I'll pay for services. But not under the premise that it's it's something else. And two, I think of one situation where, uh, and two, you know, the finances don't even exist. Uh, but I, I'm thinking of others and going, you know, oh yeah, right. But uh, hopefully that sort of consciousness spreads around. I think too, if you're if you're desperate enough, that you'll take that hook, and. Just, just sort of going on that path a bit. No, I think that's, I think that's it. We're almost there. Uh, giving up. I do like embracing the notion of failing but that, say you stand up again, like say falling down, but you stand up like a, a kid learning to walk, that it's not, it's not over, right? And to have a kind of confidence there, but also that it's, it's the harsh reality of it, And the reality is that, you know, at the moment, I'm on fire. Uh, at the moment, that was a fire truck. Uh, at the moment, anyone can put out uh, a decent publication. You know, you can do it yourself. You can, you know, get somebody else to help, you know. Um, when I did it, I, I did 
and two, you could argue it's like, well, Moss, you didn't, you know, that the 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 <laughs> the, uh, the printing press you used to press that, you know, you didn't, you know, you somebody else made that, right? You know, you didn't make that press, and you took advantage of your work environment to, you know, bind the books and everything like that, and. Uh, that's a bit silly, though. Yes, of course. Uh, the greatest resource, however, is uh, other writers. And that is the, the greatest uh, resource. So if you're not connected to that, uh, get on Twitter. You know, start, start following writers, especially new writers. Don't follow, don't follow the old writers. Uh, there's some great writers out there, published authors, who are providing insight. You know, they're not, it's not just photos of their cup of coffee and uh, the salad that they're having, um, or their pets, which are always nice. Uh, but it, it's, cool to, it's cool to connect with, say, people who are learning and people who are continuing to learn. It actually says something if you're tuning into somebody uh, on, you know, via, via social media, and they're not talking anything about the craft. I'm just, oh no, I'm just thinking about a, a local author who I uh, je, je adore, uh, but he's he does not talk about craft, and I'm gonna have to go and check that out. And uh, what does je adore mean? Je means I in French. And then adore is adore. Uh, but uh, sort of like say my argument is don't follow that person because they're not talking about writing. It's like you know, of course don't listen to that. But the, the quality is is those people who are continuing to consider it and to continuing to mind the depths of uh, storytelling. Because it just keeps on going, and uh, just a final thought: maybe they've, maybe they've actually, sort of, you know, that they're, um, what is it? They've, they've kind of uh, given up, like that, you know, sort of like, ah, well, I'm there, okay, so I don't, I don't need to. This is not, I'm not, you know, curious about it, or, you know, it's, I'm done. And let's talk about quitting. That there's an element of quitting there. Uh, giving up, and that is something that I, I'm, I hope I never give up. I can see how it can happen, but uh, it just, it really is about the situation. Anyways, thanks for listening. Take care.